0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. On today's episode of The Salisha Show.
1: I got sent a callback, callback information for a you know, preliminary dance call, but it went to my junk mail <gasps> and it wasn't sent to my agent. Or they, it was sent to my agent, but they thought I already had the information, so I missed the callback oh. moment.
0: the A to the L to the Isha. Some call me Sally, others call me c If you don't like it, I'm gonna have to beat ya. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, y'all. Y'all, y'all. and double I bet you all thought that Salisha couldn't spell but now you know and I got to go. Hey, it's time for the Salisha Show. <laughs> Good morning. Hello and welcome to the Salisha Show. I'm your host Salisha Thomas and Y'all, it's another early morning over here in Washington, D.C. For Once Upon a One More Time, we are still currently in previews and having rehearsals in the daytime, previews at night, and they're long days. And so I'm so grateful to my castmates who have been getting up early to come for an interview! And they're like, Salisha, I see you backstage, Eva! And this morning is no exception. My the, the person who I'm interviewing this morning is, uh, it goes, I feel like we still like just met, but we became like fast friends. She's somebody who I feel like if we had met when we were four, I believe she would still be in my life today. But let me get to like her credits. She's a dancer, an actress, a creative director, a poet, a mu, wait a minute. Yes, a poet, a musician, and she's very newly married. She's a USC grad with a double major in theater and creative writing. She was in Tootsie on Broadway. She was also in Mac and Mabel and The Music Man. She is smart, sweet, funny, so humble, and like the epitome of wholesome. we are swing sisters together and once upon a one more time. and oh, she's just an extraordinary human being and I'm grateful that she's in my life because I'm so sorry. I I'm almost 30 and I feel like once you get to a certain age, you have your friends. <laughs> you know? necessarily need more friends. Or if you do make more friends, it might be awkward, like, how does this go? I like your shirt, I like your shirt, are we friends, I don't know. But yes, she is a special human and I'm so happy and proud to call her my friend. Please help me welcome this first lady and dance extraordinaire, Diana Baden! Oh my (laughs) gosh. Hi, (laughs) (laughs) y'all.
1: good morning how are you how is your heart my heart is overflowing with gratitude for that introduction my goodness oh Oh my gosh and yes like you said (laughs) in our 30s we establish our friends and all of that but yes like being a swing sister with you and actually i've heard you sing through audition doors and just seen your presence in audition rooms before we are now working together. And I'm just like, your energy is amazing. So I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, I get to work with her and become friends with her. And you and I are like, you guys, we're different, but it's I get uh-huh. to learn so much from you and I feel the same way about you. It's exciting.
0: Like totally. And I still remember we were in the same audition together. Yes. Okay, but I don't know the whole full story of The your audition experience. Whoa! I just know that when, from my perspective, I didn't recognize like the people who I usually see in auditions. I was like, this is a dance show, (laughs) and sure enough, I'm like,
1: okay, I'm surrounded by
0: dancers. (laughs) Okay, so what was your audition like story?
1: Wow. Okay, for yeah, for once upon one more time, let's see, what was it? Okay, so I was called in for a just a reading with the casting office. Just a read-through oh. before the dance call happened. Oh. But then funny story is I got sent a callback callback information for a you know, preliminary dance call, but it went to my junk mail <gasps> and it wasn't sent to my agent. Or they it was sent to my agent, but they thought I already had the information, so I missed the callback oh. moment. And so we were like oh gosh, wait, what, what did we do? Yeah. It was that like- The agent said too, what, what did we do? do? <laughs> I was like, wait a second. So it's already happened. What's going on? It was like, oh, we thought you got that information. I was like, I did not and get And that, that you just ghosted them? You just didn't? Yeah. There have been those auditions in yeah. the Yeah. And so we were like, what do we do? She reached out to casting. I was like, what's happening? She missed it. It was our fault. It, what can we do? And he had said that we could that I could come to a different one. He was like, let me check in. She'll come to the next call. Okay. So that's the one that I saw you at. So I missed one. Okay. But luckily they were like, Okay. Oh. We'll bring in. I was like,
0: oh. Thank Literally Lord. stressful. Did you have to go yeah. on tape because or did you No. You never went on tape?
1: No. They didn't make me go on tape.
0: I, I thought just, it was so odd that Like my first two auditions were on tape. I'm like, I'm down the street. Wow. Yeah, it was before COVID. So it was like,
1: yeah,
0: I was like, whatever. This is a shot in the dark. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we met.
1: Mm hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first like in person with the creative team because I had missed the one before that. And uh, yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. OK, so fast forward. We were in the room together yeah, and we started the process. And we got to know each other a little bit. Yeah, little waiting bit. to go in to sing and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot happened during the pandemic, for better and for worse.
1: Yeah.
0: And so what? how was that transition for you and what things took place during that time
1: to Bring you where you are today. Let's see. Like you said in the intro, I did. Get, I'm recently married, <laughs> newly, I newly
0: married. Like
1: so. And you had
0: just. Did you? I. Were you dating him before the? Hey, yes, yes.
1: I met him at the beginning of 2020. Okay, okay. On a dating app. I Just the I remember coffee dates and like when the world shut down, I had planned this little date night with him to go see To Kill a Mockingbird because I was like wanting to impress him and he wanted to see that show. It's his favorite writer Aww. and all that shut down. So we went to dinner instead and commiserated about life and I was like, my show is probably never, I don't know what's happening with the show because we had one more day of rehearsal after that and just and so I was at a place with dating him. Mm-hmm. It was just like, what is happening in the world? What's going on? I'm about to be unemployed. <laughs> right. And honestly, I, I started dating again once I started Tootsie, which was like a year before starting Once Upon One More Time. And I was thinking, okay, I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm employed. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. Good. I get to put my best <laughs> foot forward. Because as an actor, sometimes it's hard with the unsteadiness of things. Sometimes. And you're, and you're sometimes meeting people who don't understand the life. Right. And so they're like, wait, what do you do? Is this consistent? How long are you doing this for? And things like that. Yeah, and
0: it's annoying too. Some people will be like, "Oh, that's so cute. You're an actor. How much, do you mind how much you, how, how much
1: do you make? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you like, the earning potential is really great. But right now, I am unemployed, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it can go both ways. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah, so at that point, <laughs> being at the you know beginning of quarantine, I was like, OK, now I'm entering into a very unsteady <sighs> part of the process. Not like we haven't been there before being unemployed, but we just didn't know how long it was going to be. I thought, like, two weeks Right as it stretched on it was like what's happening but i felt confident <laughs> about dating uh, my man i you see know? the optimism in your <laughs> eyes
0: and <laughs> you're saying something so scary you're like i know
1: what because i like really but we can't really meet up because the world is like ending things like that yes. so we like did FaceTime dates and just kept getting to know each other. And I don't want to say the time was a blessing overall because absolutely not. We lost so many lives. But for me, it was a good time to slow down and be able to focus slow on down. one important thing. I'm always juggling, oh my gosh, my career is very important. And as it still is, Yes. but I never really made space for love love and relationship and like really for like cultivating for real. It. Yes. For real. So, that was the only thing I had to focus on. That
0: is so crazy. And I'm like, cause I'm relating to you that we have some similar paths and mm-hmm. they're like, you can date a person for years. And then this pandemic will be like, okay, it's you. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. That's how I felt about Andrew. He was mm-hmm. like, I like spending time with you. Yes. Let's hang out again. <laughs> Our third yeah. date, he was like, be my girlfriend. Wow. Third date? Yeah. I literally had dated somebody for three years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he came in and swooped. I feel like the pandemic, I know what you're saying about, there, there, there was so much loss in it, but there was also silver linings. If yeah. you lived to survive this freaking pandemic, there was a lot of good that
1: potentially came out of it. Yeah. And, and Nate, what yes. he's from? What world is he from? So he is actually a pastor. So he's in the.
0: I'm acting like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh, I know all these answers, not all of them, but it's I do so like the details. Good. Yes.
1: So he, like, when I met him. He was an associate pastor at a church in Harlem. Oh my! So cool. in, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Down with the swirl, by the way. Oh yes. Oh yes, this man, I, I don't really love using like the phrase woke, but he is, and woke before a lot of people are, we're, he, yeah, wo- we're woke, okay. we're and to so, luck. yeah, and so he wanted to definitely, he's a white man, but he was really passionate to learn about black culture, literally and literally other people of home. color, yeah, and be under leadership of a man of color. That's what he wanted, and so God placed him at this church. And it was like, so he was part of that startup team for that church. But then he felt called. This is to very church. attractive. Yeah. And this was part of our first conversations that we've had, we had. So like hearing his background and understand and seeing this on his dating profile, he's very transparent and like, so it was just all things were matching up. And but then he told me he had plans to start his own church.
0: And you were like Bronx. Yeah. What will my first outfit as first lady be? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my pearls,
1: honey. <laughs> On my ripped jeans. you're
0: such a cool first lady.
1: So, how did that make you feel when you? Wow. When I yeah, when he first told me that. That, that was a question I had. I was like, is he going to just stay at this church that he's at? Or mm-hmm. does he have plans to start his own church? What does that mean for me if I continue dating him? If then potentially we get married? What does that mean for me? So like I actually called my first lady from back home in Reno, Nevada and Aww. talked to her. And I was like, okay, what is, give me the 411. What do I need to know? What kind of things is right? he going to be subconsciously like oh. thinking as he's dating me like trying to find out if i'm right for him oh my Things this like is that. so smart yeah.
0: <laughs> you're like let me call up
1: my first yes. ladies like what do i need to expect here and so that was really good so just like going in with eyes wide open and just the more that i found out about him and his passions and his goals and yeah but knowing in the back of my mind i was like you're stepping into something big, like a whole new church family and structure and all of, and being at the beginning stages of starting a church is such a different experience as well as right. starting a new Show. musical <laughs> from like from the ground up.
0: How do you balance being like, because I grew up, like both my past grandfathers were pastors, like my family's very mm. like, and then sometimes the theater world can be seen
1: as very secular. Yeah. How do you balance Yeah, that and that? Wow. Okay, that's been a that's been an interesting journey f- for most of my life. There's been a lot of okay, sometimes feeling from church folk <laughs> like what I do is not um, valid or sacred or I don't know. I don't know if you've experienced this, but sometimes in our Christian circles, whatever artwork we do or it needs to serve the church mm-hmm. or serve the lord in some way and it's hard for people to see that us being in, in our that industry is being a light in the world it's like jesus hanging out with them church folk in that day were like why is he hanging out with them so okay. so feeling a little bit of that of yeah. trying to not not find justification from the outside but mm-hmm. just really wrestling with myself as do i really do i feel called to be an artist and i do I do I don't think there's anything else no. I I should be doing so yeah that's been an ongoing journey so being able to meet Nate at a time where I feel mature enough to say no matter what anybody else thinks I'm gonna still pursue mm, being yeah. here in New York or not here in New York we're in DC right now I mean we're right in DC right now but oh. like, having home base in New York is like all right I'm gonna I'm going to be around a lot of beautiful, diverse people and be a light in that and and hold on to my faith and but share a calling. And art is such a cool expression of the spiritual. So God was an artist. Absolutely. He He created
0: created the earth. He was like, (laughs) what am I going to do today? Yeah. Let's make a earth. Let's make a world. Yeah. Mm, It's missing something. Let's put some light out there. Mm. Like, he's the ultimate creator. He's the OG. Yes. He's the notorious. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So I'm like, I think it's really special being an artist. Like, okay, question for you.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you feel about life being already charted out? for you, like it's already done, Mm. it's already written, this is your fate, this is your destiny, this was always going to happen versus free will Mm. and charting your own course.
1: Wow. How do you, what's your thoughts on that? I don't think it's one or the other. I think it's this really mysterious merging of the two. Because we're talking about the OG creator, God, it's like he was able, and, and we don't it's beyond our comprehension of how he can have us be able to make choices, but still it weave into something he's crafted altogether. Because I just think about, I don't know if you've ever read the book Jack! <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm okay. laughs> I love that book. I love Actually, I actually haven't read it yet. Oh, it's, it's good, later. Diana. Oh my god. It made me
0: see God in a whole new light. Oh. And I already loved God before, but it's
1: it's different. Yeah. Like, anyway, go on. Oh, good. the book Artist Way. Have you read Oh that? yeah. Yes, okay. So she talks about synchronicity mm-hmm. in them and just like those moments where not just your life, it feels like you may have even deja vu moments. Those make me feel like, oh, I'm where I'm supposed to be, kind okay. of thing. And but when there's lineup with other people's lives, that's the part that's, mm-hmm. oh, we're in places together, but this feels like the right place on my journey. Like just meeting Nate at the right time. Like he had told me things in his backstory mm-hmm. of like how he had to go through some work before he was really ready to meet me. Mm-hmm. And then I like, And some of those things, some of those timeline things, I was also, at the same time he was working through some therapy things, I was going through something that made me just not ready to meet him. So it was like we both needed four years. It's an arbitrary number of times. To be ready to meet each other, yeah. And but I totally do feel, feel like we chose each other, but at the same time, but like
0: I feel like I, I go back yeah. and forth, which is why I'm asking you. I'm sure you've had people prophesy over you, mm-hmm. and have you been in that place where people have prophesied over you and then it's come to pass? Yeah, me too. And so in my mind, it feels like it was, and I've also been in that position not very often when. I know something is going to happen or I know something just happened mm-hmm. even though I haven't been told yet. Yes. I can feel it. And whether it's in the past or the future, it, it almost feels like there's a grid and a timeline of things mm-hmm. and in one of the parts of the timeline, it's already done. Mm-hmm. It feels, oh, this literally has already happened in some world dimension thing and somebody tapped into it or it was, it, I don't know, and it makes me feel
1: like if everything's already done. What am I worrying about? Right. See, that's the beautiful thing. If like we lean into that, oh, it's charted and it's good. I think that's the other thing. Like, I mean, if when it's we not think what about we want, fate and destiny, <laughs> and we like have that negative spin on it, it's like, oh, I'm doomed. Oh my gosh, right. what anxiety that would produce. But if it's, right. oh no, it's charted, and we're, we're weaving down this path that's for our good. How much that just gives you calm takes the pressure off takes the burden off Mm -hmm. our shoulders and allows us the freedom to just be confident in moving forward right so that's really lovely
0: and then the opposite like i always think about judas i'm like somebody had to be judas was he always gonna be Mm. judas was that always part of his path what if it's something bad what Mm. do you do is then can you take life in your own hands and change it or was that already part of your already part of the plan? Like, was that already on the grid that you were going? Mm, That's
1: good to ponder, jeez. (sighs) But I guess, I think about Judas, and on his path, he probably didn't think he was going to maybe spiral to that point, but then it's hard because it's- Somebody had to be the guy. Somebody had to be the guy. I don't know. I don't want to volunteer as the guy. I don't either,
0: (laughs) I don't either. Yeah,
1: wow, hmm. That's deep. That's deep. I guess we'll never know until. I'm sorry. I have
0: have so many questions for you. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about being a black woman in theater right now?
1: (laughs) 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 I think we're at the beginning of something good, but it's a very, it's a beginning. It's a, we're like just off the starting line walking. It's like a walking. Walking. Okay. It's not even a speed, it's not a speed walking race, it's just we're all just walking. You know, we're in spaces. We, yeah, we used to be at a standstill. So I feel like even in our show, I feel more represented. I feel like I'm not a to- just a token in our show. Yeah, there's a lot of diversity in our cast. It's, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. I'm nervous that like we're at this space of awareness that won't turn into action, won't turn into a lot changing mm-hmm. and i think the big thing because we're on the stage right now i'm waiting to see more black women behind yeah. the table yeah. and that's something i know i've mentioned to you i don't know what god has in store i don't know what's really on my path but i'm hoping it will be is that i can i personally can be on the other side of the table somehow some way and i don't know if that's as a writer or a director or what that might or look all of like that'd be awesome but just because I'm taking in so much information as swings, yeah. we are very observant. We're yes. seeing so much and sometimes we have to be because Hello. the nature of our job is like,
0: If, if they're making changes and they're not on the God mic, I'm like, what y'all saying over there? <laughs> okay, so we're not doing that custom chain no more? Okay, oh we don't bring that prop on anymore? Okay, okay, that's what's okay. I'm watching, I'm yeah. watching.
1: Yeah. But then we also get to watch and observe power dynamics and yes. and ways things are done that we're just like that. And we have a lot of time to sit and observe and yeah. think and ponder and be like, Wow, I feel like there's a better way to do that. Now, I, I say all that and say, I'll probably, if I do get behind the table, I'll probably make mistakes. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just thinking, course. being open to feedback and being open to even more of a collaborative experience Mm -hmm. yeah and as a black woman i just feel like we tell stories differently i just think of different playwrights that i know that just not everything's linear not everything Mm. is like considered american theater and structured that way and it's just i would love to see us be able to own more take more leadership roles be
0: on the other side of the table more absolutely i agree Absolutely, I do love that it's a part of the conversation now. Like you said, we're not at a standstill; Mm -hmm. we are making progress, but we're walking. We're not like galloping. But the fact that it's in people's brains, okay, let's be aware of this. We are aware that what's not happening, what's not behind the table, like who is on the stage, like who isn't like in the wings. Mm -hmm. I think awareness is a good
1: first step. Can you tell me about your natural hair journey. Ooh, okay, I consider deciding to go natural as like my second best decision. Now it's my third best decision because one, becoming a Christian, two.
0: I knew this, you didn't even tell me that. I was like, I bet it's Jesus hair. Okay, yay, okay,
1: go on. (laughs) Because I've had a struggle with my hair journey just I used to get it pressed a lot when I was really young and yes. just like a lot of breakage all of those things and then a lot of braids and all of those things but it was all wrapped up in this there's a certain look that is expected of black women uh-huh. from white culture. I probably didn't have those words growing up. No, we um, didn't know that. We just no. saw
0: this is what's on TV, this is what's this in the magazines. This is what I
1: need to do. This is how I... And it was rough. And I remember just leaving, and then I went into the Weave journey and I think that was in high school, into college. Oh, work, And I didn't get into that until later. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was Because I was searching for, and the funny part was, The weave that I was going for is what my hair achieves on its own. This is funny. This is not what I knew because I hadn't gone natural yet, but I was like, okay, I want it to be really curly and short and cute and bobby, blah, blah, blah. And (sighs) I would leave getting my weave done and I'd cry because it wasn't right. The colors weren't right. It was always trying to do too many highlights Mm. that just didn't look natural. And then every time I would get compliments, on my hair I just felt this sinking feeling and I, I would not allow myself to lie and just be like thanks it's mine, thanks. I would have been like yeah it's a weave. I was <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. like it's not mine you know and it oh. just feels like a sinking feeling of they just like my hair it is not even mine and so that was a struggle but anytime I would yeah. like be in between weaves and just do something with my hair even if I still straightened it Everybody would compliment my eyes, and I would feel this like uplift in my spirit and be like, they're, they're seeing me. My eyes, those are mine. Those are definitely mine. God given wow. everything. So it's just, what is the imbalance here? And so finally, I was like, okay, what is stopping me from going natural and just be wearing it that way? And it was because I didn't know how to take care of it. I was like, I'm being lazy. The weave seemed easier, but I was like, not emotionally, obviously that wasn't easier. So I finally just looked at YouTube videos and I was like, okay, we're going to learn how to take care of my hair before I make this leap. And so I did. Mm. And yeah, it was the best. It was the best. I didn't get the feedback from different people in my life that I was like hoping for. There was somebody I was dating at the time who didn't, I was hoping he'd be like, oh my gosh, it's oh beautiful, you're amazing. It was just like, oh, okay, that's nice. And I was like, okay. But for me, something shifted. And so I was like, "And thats I'm gonna hold on to that. that is, it, I don't, what age were you at when you felt oh, that shift? That shift,
0: it was. That's like an internal like guidance system telling you you're on the right path even when you're not getting external validation.
1: Yeah. That was a senior year of college, I made, the, made that leap.
0: Yeah. It takes a lot, it's so much easier when people around you are doing it, mm-hmm. when like you're in a community of people who are transitioning, cause it can be hard to right. transition. You're like, what are these straight pieces? Or if you cut it all off, you're like, it's so short. Really? I'm nice. you have to retrain your eyes. If you're used to seeing yourself in the mirror a certain way and then now you look different. Well, what do I think about this? It's not easy. And no one told me before transitioning that transitioning wasn't easy. So mm. I just assumed it should be easy. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. But your hair is so beautiful. And one of the first things i like noticed about you when we met at like the audition was how you would wear your,
1: your updo's. You did like this. How do you do that? Oh, yeah. So what I do is usually I go from a stretched place so I always like, okay. So yeah, you stretch, stretch it. it. Yeah. And then I just take different pieces and roll and twist. Uh-huh. So if I want the coiffed look in the front, I'll roll that part, leave it a little puffy uh-huh. and then bring it to a spiral and, and then, then just pin, Bobby pin, it. Bobby pin it in. Yeah. And I just play cause I'm like, maybe I want it to cross in the back or look like a heart and, and bring it, it around. Stay
0: because yeah. It's like, natural
1: <laughs> volume. It's a, yes.
0: Oh. That's what I
1: love about our hair. It can do so many things.
0: I I've always stuff. wanted to do that style that you've like, done. And I see some of the girls on the Instagram, mm-hmm. but I can, I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't even know what to type in no. to look it up on YouTube. Ah, and what's your wig prep?
1: My wig prep is, I just do two strand twists, like about eight on both sides. Oh my goodness, yeah. wait, cause we haven't like gotten, and so I like that too. Yeah, and then just crisscross them around so that it can get oh, a nice cross. round, yeah, a round shape around my head, yeah. Oh, I've never done that. I still do the, the twist and then the not a bantu, out.
0: not, yeah, like a. Oh yeah. Which is
1: like a twist out thing. Yes. It probably comes out really nicely, though. It's hit or miss, as all things are. I still looking at the white girls. when we we'll done with the show. Uh-uh. With those
0: perfect curls. I'm like, damn, yeah, I had them. do that. That
1: won't be my life.
0: That don't, that don't happen with. me. But I look head. good
1: in a beanie. I feel good in a beanie. <laughs> and I'll embrace a beanie. And with no we love curls a head wrap. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I won't lie. There's some days that I'm like, man, I wish I could just let it all just fall down. But now, Girl. like... When I have time, I, I, I wow, where it's, I did braids recently during the summer because oh. I hadn't since I went natural because I was like, I'm just embracing this. I'm going for it. I also don't have the money, <laughs> but, <it's bad. laughs> but I was like, and nor the time because it could be like eight yeah, hours. Cause if you spend that much money, you want to wear Do it for a, a while while it stays fresh. But, but luckily if you're working steadily, that's not yeah, You don't have time. To do an in between braid look, but I did that recently and got them really long and just, and I like, like mm. yeah. Nate was like, Why do you keep touching your hair? <laughs> like, it's never down my back. I can <laughs> totally see Nate like, You keep me. touching your hair. I was like, I know, oh. I know. <laughs> Nate is.
0: And we just like we are very much newlyweds. Yes. Basically, AKA, I love her yeah. a lot. <laughs> I'm yes. like
1: Yeah, so very much in love. Sweet. And it's so funny. We've been, we're celebrating 12 weeks on Saturday. Being married. Being married. And it's just, I'm so surprised that I'm even more in love with him. And I'm just like, we get years and years of this. Oh my, oh my gosh, because the part of it is that we're experiencing new things together. Like being in DC right now is a new experience for us. And and obviously the new church is a new experience that we're just navigating together and being really real and honest with each other about our feelings. And I'm just learning more and more how much he is my best friend and how I can be so open. So that's just, that just increases love and because you have trust and vulnerability and all of those things. So yeah and I'm crazy about him so it's God is so good yeah that's all yeah he really is
0: he really is it's like when you've waited for something whether it's a relationship or a job or yeah. whatever like when you've waited so long and if you ever wonder is this ever going to happen is this ever going to work out and then to keep going to not give up and Waited out long enough Mm -hmm. to see it come to pass before giving up. Right. To see it come to pass. And you're like,
1: dang, that happened. Yeah. And it's so full and beautiful when God, you know, gives us those gifts that we've been waiting for and longing for. And it's unexpected the like amount of abundance of blessing in it. Because you think it's gonna be one thing and he's oh but there's so much more there's oh more in that that you get to learn and become and grow into as well. And even scratch
0: the surface. Yeah. I love that. I literally, Diana, could talk to you for hours and we will tonight. But Thank you so much for coming on. This is going to air on both of my shows at the beginning. I was like, it's the show. Black in the big leagues. How can people find you, follow
1: you? Yeah. I'm on Instagram at um, Diana Um Yeah, look up. That's that's basically it. And you also have a website. I do. I love it. Yeah? Yes. Thanks.
0: Yeah, which is
1: yeah. Www. <laughs> boom Boom, boom. Boom. <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining me
1: today oh thank you for having me this is amazing I, you're incredible I, you
0: are incredible like you already know how i feel about you oh. all right until next time <laughs> That wraps another episode. Thanks for listening to The Salisha Show. See you next week and don't be shy. If you love the show, please tell me why. Please rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Go one step further, tell a friend or two. Check out my site if you think it was a bomb. Pay a visit to salishathomas.com. One last thing before I relax. Shout out Josh Carey and thanks (laughs) PodMax. I'm out. I'm out.